Hello and welcome to Ditching Hourly. I'm Jonathan Stark. Today I've got an audio excerpt from an answer I provided on my YouTube channel. You can check it out at thejonathanstarkshow.com and it'll redirect you to YouTube if you're into watching videos. Otherwise, you can just listen to the audio here on the podcast. Enjoy. Hey, Jonathan here. Got a question from Kalak Ho who asks... I'd be interested to hear about how you approach your value ladder or sales funnel process to acquire consulting gigs. You talk about giving three options in the proposal and pricing at various depths of engagement. Is that part of your funnel? Hmm, interesting. I suppose you could think of it like that, but I never thought of it like that. But I suppose in a sense it is. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess it's semantics. I never thought of it like that. The way that when I was doing really high-priced consulting, software consulting work in the mobile space, I uh, the way that my funnel was actually pretty basic. It wasn't there wasn't much funnel to it at all. I played the the, the sort of I, I played the model where um, I was excited about something that happened to be at the top of the Gartner hype cycle. And which was mobile at the time, you know, mobile in 2007, 2008, 2009. I was really excited about that. I was also a web developer prior to that. So I wanted to become an expert of sort of web development for these new smartphones. And I wrote a book about it for O'Reilly. So my my funnel basically was, um, you know, I picked a specialty that was very exciting to lots of early adopters. I uh, wrote a book and, and I made myself famous for it, basically. So the funnel was pick a focus, get famous for it by writing. A, I wrote a couple of books for O'Reilly. Uh, I blogged about it a lot. I tweeted about it a lot. I spoke at lots of conferences. I was speaking at about a conference a month or sometimes two, about 12 conferences a year, big web development conferences. I was flying all over the world. And that was really my funnel. My funnel was uh, get, get well known, share a lot in public in ways that, that presented me as an authority in my space, authority author, right? So like the, a, a quick way to become an authority is to write a book because author, right? So there wasn't much funnel to it. Um, but the downside of this was that, you know, for a long time I was printing money, but it was, it was mostly accidental. Like I was just interested in the intersection between these two things, the web and mobile. I, I accidentally met somebody who was an editor at, at O'Reilly. I had this idea for a book. We, it was was pretty much accidental. I did know that writing a book was like a great way to attract clients. I did know that, but it wasn't like planning it out. Really. It just kind of happened. And I knew that it was a good idea. I just believed that it was a good idea. So, uh, you know, so my, my funnel was like, I would basically go to a conference and people would come up to me afterwards and be like, how do we work together? We have to hire you. And then we'd exchange emails and we'd have like a sales interview. And then I would do all of the stuff that I talk about all the time. I would run that sales interview with a why conversation. I'd try to talk them out of working with me. Then I'd give them a proposal. It'd be fixed price uh, based on value with three options. So all the usual stuff I talk about, but everything, everything, uh, you know, my website was not an important feature here, really. It was like, uh, I mean, I thought about it a lot because I was a web developer, but it didn't, I don't think anybody ever came to me through my website. It was always because they read my book and got in touch with me through the book because my contact information was there, or they got in touch with me because they saw me at a conference and they came up to me afterwards or they emailed me right after and we started a conversation. So I wouldn't, I would barely call that a funnel uh, compared to what I do now, because back then, the, the downside with that approach is you have no visibility into your pipeline. 
Uh, that's one thing. The other thing is, since I was, the interest that was getting pointed my way wasn't because of me per se. It was because everybody was interested or the early adopters were interested in the mobile web at the time. So I kind of piggybacked on that excitement and, and the, from, from early adopters who were just like looking, you know, we, like certain people were just very forward thinking and they have a budget. So they're willing to spend money to be cutting edge. So it was like, uh, it was not, it was, it was out of my control basically. So when mobile flattened out and became boring, like it is now, you know, the leads trickled off, trickled off, trickled off because all of the expertise that I had had sort of, um, you know, me and like two or three other people in the world were well known for doing this particular thing. After a few years, it was built into WordPress. It was built into jQuery. It was built into all the frameworks. It was like, it, it proliferated and then mobile flattened out and was kind of like if you didn't if some company didn't have a mobile website by 2012 or 13 they didn't want one you know it wasn't that they didn't think of it so uh, so that's the downs that's the the two downsides are you have no visibility into your pipeline leads just sort of come out of nowhere and uh and and you're in my case i was pinned to the the hype cycle of the hype curve the gartner curve of you know when it went into the trough it was like you know, no leads. So, um, compare that to now where, where I have a tons of, you know, this channel right now is part of my funnel. If you want to think of it like that, raising awareness of people who don't know about me or never heard of me. And then it leads into my mailing list where I deliver, um, lots of useful information on a daily basis and interact with people there. And that can lead to someone buying like, uh, one of my lower price books, like learn your lines or something. And it's like 29 bucks. And all of a sudden they're like, wow, this was totally worth the money. And then they move up the ladder. So, uh, I see the, I, and I guess you could extend that into the options on the proposal, but I think that's a little bit of a stretch. That's more, I see a, a, a sales funnel. I guess it's called a sales funnel, but to me, it's more of a marketing thing. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just semantics, but I didn't think of it like that. Uh, the, to me, the funnel is about building trust with people by delivering value. High, you know, uh, like whatever I'm asking you for, your attention or your email address or maybe a little bit of money. I want to I want to make you glad you did it. I want to deliver 100% customer satisfaction on whatever that transaction was. And I believe that if I keep doing that, eventually people are going to move up the ladder and get more and more engaged with me. So I mean, it's not rocket science really, but um, value or sales funnel consulting gigs. Yeah. So so. Consult. If I was going to do, if I was going to do consulting now, what would a funnel look like? It would look like uh, probably what you see, and you're probably used to seeing this if you've researched it at all. Where, you know, big company site, you know, has a white paper for download behind a an opt in. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I get. I'm sure that works. Uh, if you have like a salesperson, but I don't think as a soloist I would have time to do that. I I think the model that I I used for the mobile web stuff is still the model that would work for high price consulting engagements. Um, if I was going to do it now, you know, it would probably be AR, VR, uh, blockchain. I don't care about those technologies as a, as an expert though. So, uh, but that's what you would do. You just literally go to the Gartner curve, see what's at the top of the curve, find something you're interested in. If it was me, it would probably be like internet of things. I don't know if that's even on there anymore. And I would just 
try and write a book on it. I'd blog about it. I would just be all about that, that platform or that technology. And the decision makers at companies that are very cutting edge are aware of those technologies and they're going to be looking for experts. And the first thing they're going to do is search for a book, like who wrote a book on blockchain and like, okay, which one of these books is the one that is similar to what we think we need and so on and so forth. So you can ride that, that you could just always be switching technologies at the top of that cycle and grabbing all the early adopters by getting published, uh, you know, in Harvard Business Review or on, you know, big websites or write a book for O'Reilly or whoever, and then speak at conferences. And you're just positioned as an authority because a traditional publisher sort of anointed you as the expert on this thing that we want to write a book. And, you know, as you go to these conferences where your buyers are attending, that's, you know, you want to make sure it's conferences that your buyers would be attending. And you're up there on stage, it's, you know, you're like a sort of localized rock star for that time period, and you're going to attract a lot of attention. So, I, you know, I think that still works if you want to, if you don't mind flying around, you don't mind writing a book. That's probably a good approach. Okay, that's probably enough. Uh, I'm Jonathan Stark. If you have a question for me, hashtag AskJonathan on YouTube, LinkedIn, or Twitter, and we'll find it and add it to the queue. See ya. Would you like to learn how to get paid what you're worth? How about selling your expertise and not your labor? We work through all of this together in the pricing seminar. Pre-registration starts soon, and you can sign up to be among the first to know when early bird pricing is announced at thepricingseminar.com. That URL again is thepricingseminar.com. Hope to see you there. Hey, Jonathan again. Do you have questions about how to improve your business? Things like value pricing your work instead of billing for your time or positioning yourself as the go-to person in your space, or maybe productizing your services so you never have to have another awkward sales call or spend hours writing another custom proposal. Book a one-on-one coaching call with me and get answers to these questions and others in the time it takes you to get ready for work in the morning. Best of all, you're covered by my 100% satisfaction guarantee. If at the end of the call you don't feel like it was worth it, just say the word and I'll refund your purchase in full. To book your one-on-one coaching call, go to jonathanstark.com slash call, C-A-L-L. That URL again is jonathanstark.com slash call. Hope to see you there.